FPP 48, FPP 48, FPP 12, 1, 2011, shoot 1, 2011, Hey, this is Mike Rosso, Film Photography Podcast. I'm here in the studio today with Matt Mirage. Hey, how's it going, guys? Dan Domi. Hey, you doing? <laughs> and Alex Laux. Hey. And uh, welcome to our FPP 48, also known as... Uh, season 3, Episode 4. Or, or you get S3, EP.4. S-O-3-E-O-4. Make sure you get the dot. Yeah. It's December 1st, 2011, and this is uh, a really amazing show. And I, I, you know, I don't boast these things if it's not true. Well, you would agree, right, Alex? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, not true that this is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> this show, Vivian Lee is a producer who called me. Actually, she emailed me and said, uh, Michael, I'm going to Enskede for the Impossible Project Tour. Whoa. Nice. Factory Tour. Nice. She's nice. like, would you like me to produce a piece? Please. <laughs> the communication was amazingly smooth. She produced audio piece, audio interviews, shot images, and, you know, got all the proper releases, of course. A real pro. So I said, um, I said, Vivian, uh, let me ask you. You're, you're a professional producer, right? She's like, no, no, I'm not. Well, I'll talk about what she does and whatnot. Okay, yeah. So I said, yeah. Uh, Vivian contacted Impossible, of course, to get permission to, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to document. To, to document. Yeah. Vivian contacted um, Marlene in uh, Austria. Okay. Hey, you know, I wanted to produce this piece for Film Photography Podcast. It's like, oh, Film Photography Podcast, we love those guys. Nice. No, really. really? Such, you know, it's such a nice feeling. It's just, you know, we've been, the Impossible Project launching po- new film for Polaroid cameras has been, uh, like, so special to me because I was a Polaroid non-enthusiast. They did it for you. They did. Like, it just, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I was in Walmart in 2009. They had yeah. all this fi- this Polaroid 600 film. So it was <laughs> 15 bucks for a two-pack. Yeah. Oh. Uh, exactly. I was like, Pff. like, who wants to shoot with this? Yeah. What? Stoops. Exactly. So then Impossible launched in 2009, and I, I was hooked. I really, I've just, I've been... Uh, as Marlene says, a huge supporter of yeah. their what they're doing. You know, I'm wondering if uh, Impossible uh, came right off the bat and started producing 600 film again, just the way it looked, if you would be as excited. I think you like some of the quirkiness. Of I it. love the quirkiness. Yeah. That is an excellent question. If they automatically produce film... That like they looked- got the recipe from Polaroid and all the chemicals, and they just said, here, you, you start doing it. And okay, I- great. They flipped the switch. And it looked like Instax film. Or, or the old Polaroid 600. I don't think it would have been as uh, big yeah. as, as exciting. But Do you, f- Alex? Yeah. No. It's, it's much more fun to have that experimental, the, the quirkiness, exactly. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you also love Instax now. I do love Instax. Yeah. They have their own. They have their own niche. They do. Yeah. When yeah. I go visit my family, I bring the Instax. Yeah. And they're all ooh ah, oh, that looks good. Because when some people see the Impossible film, they're like, they, half, they don't half get of it. the people go, oh man, that looks awesome. The other my, pack. My dad know, would half. say, "What's this?" <laughs> you see, my dad standing in front of his Lincoln Continental, right? The seventies seventies no, TV cop. Yeah. Seventies TV cop. My oh, dad. No. I guess fantastic see picture. <laughs> have you seen that shot? I haven't. It's on my Flickr stream. It's on the Flickr, yeah. Oh, there's, there's a lot on your Flickr. <laughs> when Vivian contacted me, Vivian, Vivian Lee, I was so thrilled, and now I'm asking her, I'm like, Vivian, what, what else do you want to produce for FPP? Yeah, nice. Please, yeah. That's true. 
wonderful job. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, rolling into that segment, talking a little bit about Vivian, who she is and what she does mm-hmm. uh, later in the show. Uh, we're going to be doing a Polaroid camera giveaway this show. Uh, we're going to be giving away a Spectra. Ooh, Ooh very nice. Uh, this is one of the big box from uh, our good friend, uh, Nano Burger. Oh, my gosh. Nano Burger Dan. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, A.K.A. Dan. With Dan, the note I don't say. know his last name. Couldn't find a big enough box, Mike. There's more to come. Yeah. I just can't wait. <laughs> uh, we, in our pre-production, we unearthed a Nano Burger's box. Nano knows that, you know. <laughs> How we work. Yeah, yeah, we work. We work a certain way. So we open up the box and... Uh, the Spectra, amongst many other cameras. Yeah. Mostly Spectre, Vivitar PN 2011. Was <laughs> the Spectra was easily the best camera in there, though. You think I mean, so? Most solid mm. camera, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Olympus C211. The Olympus, oh, I'm going to surprise you. This the Olympus C211. Uh, Impossible is rolling out some new film. It's called Impossible Project Gold Frame 600 film. Ooh. Hank Minnan and Andre Bosman from Impossible on ah. Vivian's tape talks a little bit about Impossible 8x10. Nice. Oh, my right up my alley. Andre, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing Andre. He's, he's like the genius over there. So we're going to take a quick break and then come back and we're going to read some letters. So we'll be right back. I was just on the Facebook. You invited me to an event called Polaroid Party. Polaroid Party. Oh, yeah, you saw that, did you? Yeah, you're damn right I did. Sunday, December... <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, December 11th, University of Finlay at the Garner Fine Art Pavilion. We're going to be having a little... Celebration of Polaroid photography. Yes, uh, let's not forget the, the 600 models. We'll probably have Leslie show up with her Polaroid with her camera, and we might even have a couple larger surprises in store. And this is what this was spurred by a burst of creative energy out of Professor Jeff. Yeah, Jeff just came to me and he's like, Matt, I want to do something with Polaroid. Oh my goodness! I just wanted everyone to know out there. You can go to Facebook. And you just type in Polaroid Party exclamation point. You just never know who's going to show up. Pactastic. The Polaroid 1000 instant camera. The world's simplest camera. It's the exciting Christmas present that lets you enjoy your pictures in minutes in brilliant color. For instant excitement. Instant laughter. Instant fun. Polaroid 1000. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Hey. You know, we have our FPP store. Yeah. You guys know about that, right? It's a great yeah. place to get stuff. It's a great a place to get stuff. And if you're in the market for a Polaroid automatic land camera. It's a place to go. I'm, au- I'm automatic land crazy. <laughs> if you go to the store and you buy something, anything, any pro- any profits, <laughs> as thin as they are, uh, the film's expensive. Yes. Holy smokes. Talking about Matt offline oh, about yeah. that, too. I, I like to think of the store <laughs> as a service. Yeah. 
Yep. It basically, for the prices we have it, yeah, it's yeah. a service. It's a service. Uh, any proceeds go to keeping the FPP running. So keep that in mind. And please do stop by. The prices are good, too. The prices yeah. are good. They're Fantastic, excellent. yeah. Well, we snooped around and looked online, and I, I you know. Be too nice, Mike. You can't be too high. No. no. Can't but rip them off. Mr. Matt was telling me. <laughs> Mr. Matt. Yeah. Not to, not to be affiliated with next doors, Mr. But Matt. This is the show of a thousand <laughs> tangents. Yeah. This is rug cleaner downstairs. Yeah. It's called oh, Mr. Mr. Matt Mass. with one T. Same spelling, yeah. Nice. I, t- I took Matt's picture by the By truck. the Mr. Matt yeah. truck. Yeah. Nice. I was talking to Matt. Matt's telling me that some stores you walk into, you'll charge you like fifteen ninety nine for a pack of FP 100 Yeah. It's more expensive in Canada. Is that right? It's what? about 23 from Viztec. Oh, my God. Yeah. 23 bucks. On, on our site, I think shipping's, um, the site calculates it. Right. Based yeah. on the UP, FPP. Is it? Do you know if it's cheaper to buy it from FPP and have it shipped yes, internationally? There, it there's a there lot of international um, orders coming Australia in. Australia, especially. Pancho yeah. was talking about that. Yeah. Pancho. A lot of, yeah. lot of UK guys ordering the land yeah. cameras and stuff from Pancho. I got a letter from Pancho. Hey, oh. Yeah. Pancho wrote a beautiful letter on, on yellow paper. Yep. Pancho. Uh, this is Pancho. Darren Pancho Riley, who I feel like he's a brother. Definitely yeah. part of the FPP inner circle. <laughs> I, I very nice video <laughs> chat. Talk about him. that in a long time. Why do you have to even bring it up? I, 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 lo- I love unearthing well, stuff. You know, just like no one's mentioned that inner circle thing in a long, long time. It, it, it not, feels like no such a cult. Thing. It is a cult. cult. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. There are People who are outside, stuff. welcome to the circle. <laughs> we have a, a guest who's going to be on a future shoe. <laughs> Pancho, I met when we did the UK FPP photo walk. Uh, very much like yourself, Dan. Organized yes. the photo walk. Mm-hmm. Soup to nuts. Very much like Alex. You organized the photo walk up in Toronto. Yep. Pancho, uh, Pancho, because he's in Pancho. Ballard. Ballard and, and the, the Banditos. banditos. Yes. <laughs> it's proper Dan Domi pronunciation. <laughs> and the Banditos. Yes. Well, I don't know why I pronounce it that way. For any of you folks who don't know what it is, here's a little clip. Nice. Yes. Mm. He organized it so well. He organized it with Lomography UK. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to lose my voice. Right? Yeah. Binox. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's like uh, chloroseptic spray. Yeah. <clears throat> and then when we went out there, we met him, uh, his uh, partner in crime, Becky, and you know, it was uh, like hugs and kisses. And I, I miss him. Yeah. Pancho, I miss you. I'm sure you miss me and John as well. Hanging yeah. out at the pub, yeah. them having mm. a pint, me drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> he and I had a chat uh, online a while back. We got we got to do that again. Now this letter, we're gonna I'm gonna paraphrase it uh, because maybe it's a personal letter to me. I don't know. It's pretty but deep. Yeah. It's deep. It's, it talks about the fact that the frustration. I can relate to it from the home entertainment business. Uh, music and home entertainment is brutal business. It, it brought you down for quite There's a while. There's no love is few and far between and. And um, you're as good as the last thing you did. Yeah. And if you fail, this, like you, you're like marked for life. Yeah. Mm. Music's like that too. It's like Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked about him, and I, I think it was like a previous AC. Bringing everything back. That's why, right, just because <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan is all up to speed because you listen, psycho- like it's very psychotic- psychotically, psychotically listen to. <laughs> is it such a word? Oh yeah. You, uh, psychotic- yeah, <laughs> you psychotically listen to like every episode back to back. Did you get any sleep? Uh, no, no, because I was driving. I had to get to Kansas in one day. Was your so. car on, 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 up on bricks? Were you even driving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I mean, maybe and you then yes. Your car up, and you just go in sixty <laughs> with the car. The wheel was just spinning. Dan <laughs> like every, like in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, da- taking the miles off. <laughs> Dan listens to every episode back to back. What is your, what is your favorite? Uh, my favorite? Oh, jeez, I don't know if I can. One of the early ones, probably like three or four. Oh no, it's it's when Dwayne. I I forget the number, but he he first introduced the black and white stuff. What black and white stuff? Yeah, you know, talking about home developing for the very first time. Why was that your favorite show? What was special about it? Because uh, Dwayne knew everything, and uh, you two were like, "Well, do you need where do you find a tank?" You know, <laughs> very simple questions. Okay, it's great, good. And I was like, "S what E what?" I was like, "S one E maybe eight or something Ooh. like that." So Pancho says, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm sorry, Pancho." Uh, uh, you know, booking gigs for Banditos, he says it was soul-destroying as people were convinced we were a comedy band. Comedy <laughs> band? Because they're, they're, they dress up in a mariachi. mariachi. Yeah. So people think they're like a gag band. Oh, okay. Like a gag. So his obsession, music, was starting to bring him down. Mm. And then he discovered film photography. And uh, here it is 18 months later. He's talking about how uh, it brought him closer with his girlfriend. Yeah, because she she would uh, suggest they take walks, and he's like, ah, what's the point? You're just walking somewhere and then walking like, back. What's the know? point? My life's over. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to book the banditos. Darren talks about how he got more into film photography, you know, how it really changed his life. That's yeah. great. You know, and I'm I'm thrilled. I could really relate to it. I, I really could. It's, it's And it's sort of working the other way. Now he's getting even... Back into music again. It's it's like the inspiration from film photography is bleeding back to uh, the the music side, and he's getting back. And so much more personal film. You I, know? I, it's got to be what it is. I have it's not tangible. A- it's something you can hold. Yeah, I haven't asked uh, Pancho about music because I I had the feeling that you know that the, the banditos maybe there's a fr- friction internal uh, creative differences. Yeah, and stuff. I, mean, I don't know. You know, so I, I, you know, hard times bring that on on bands, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. John and I were talking about that last night. Talking about John and I talking about doing another FPP walk in UK. We're also talking about New York. Yeah, I don't want to put you on. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot right here. But Dan, oh, how do you, do you think you'd want to organize something? Yeah, uh, funds are a little tight right now. Maybe a few months or so. Maybe maybe we do like an anniversary or something. You Donations know, like, are going to be so high. That, yeah, you know, <laughs> if, <laughs> if I can get some. Whoa, some, anniversary! Uh, you think about? Oh, we'll do FTP like, anniversary like five years from now. <laughs> no, 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 no! Like the anniversary of the last photo walk because like that April. was in like April. April. No, that's what I'm talking it's, about. So, so yeah. that's like the weather's gonna get nicer. You know. How do you feel yeah. about about organizing either the Pink Delicates or Smooth Sailors to actually play in the Lomography store? In the Lomography store. Yeah. That's kind of small, isn't it, Mike? Uh, you know what? You're, big, you're thinking bigger. I like that. You're yeah. thinking impossible space is much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, sh- we should do the roof of the impossible space oh. like, like the Beatles did. Oh. I like the idea. Yeah. Love the idea. Matt will shoot it on Super 8. Easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With no sound. <laughs> wow. I, I would fly back down for that. You would? <laughs> yep. It's... Smooth There's no way that can roof. happen. Why not? If the roof is flat. No, I'm <laughs> serious. I don't know. Seriously, what's the roof will play? Yeah. yeah, there's no harm in asking. We'll try. So we'll the try. only problem is, Dan, is that people are going to be like, oh, when the police come, people yeah. are going to be like, oh, look, those guys are trying to be like you too. 
Yeah, exactly. You two <laughs> couldn't even get one song in, right? No. Yeah, they they shot that was a video. All staged. And, yeah, yeah. I didn't care for it. I, I thought it was. I like that video though. I like the video. We're talking about you yeah. two. What's the in, title? In uh, uh, where the streets have no name, down yeah. in L.A. Back it, okay. They staged it on yeah. the roof. Yeah. Like the Beatles. Yeah. Let it be. Right. Let it be is not released right now, Dan. What? Let it be is not commercially available. Wow. Oh, it's not being like printed or produced or you something. You can't buy the DVD. You can't buy it at all. Oh, the wow. movie. The movie. Oh, I thought you meant the disc. No. I was like, come oh, on. Disc. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my Beatles tangent, by the way. That's I right. love the Beatles. Yeah. I dig a pygmy by Charles Hawtrey on the Deaf Aids. <laughs> Phase one in which Doris gets her oats. I you know don't talk like about some, him very much. Some people like. Oh man, the You know what? Sweater. F you. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Get a I, grip. <laughs> back 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 when I was young and stupid, I was kind of anti-Beatles. I'm like, oh, they're too popular. Then I actually recognize, like, realized how many songs I actually knew that were by the Beatles. Oh, they did this. Oh, they did this one too. John Fidelli, who's you not know. here, so we can talk about him. is always down on Sir Paul. I'm like John. He's Sir Paul McCartney. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he wants to... Do whatever he, wants he wants to make bad music, let him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what it was for me? Like, because I, I do legitimately like the Beatles, but I just didn't like... I didn't like some of the hardcore fans. Like, they were getting me down. Really? What were we talking about? Uh, Paul McCartney. New York meetup. Uh, we should talk about the uh, Olympus c Dash. 122, because you, you don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what you're talking no about. No clue. So much fun. I see a box over there. This is great. I'm really thrilled. Okay, okay I'd like to introduce, oh, I'm going to pass wow. this box around. This is the Olympus uh, C211 camera. This is a, a vintage 1999, one of the first commercial uh, digital cameras. Oh. And back then, they had the right idea. You know, I've been asking forever, why doesn't someone make a digital camera that, you know, we could spit out like a Polaroid 600 film? Polaroids work. Is that yeah. thing out yet? Uh, they have their... Um, the printers out they have a printer out but they are working on something along the same technology and it'll be no bigger than the existing printer and you'll take the shot and it'll print out is this lady gaga fueled i believe I so, so. Yeah. okay i think All it's right. one of their gray label ones. <clears throat> well she stole right. the idea <laughs> oh. from olympus you, you seem yeah. anti-gaga there you go. It passes around the olympus no no i love lady gaga. digital printing camera this is uh this is a camera I mean, look, at this. look at this thing that's huge oh yeah. that looks cool it's yeah. kind of yeah. looks Reminds like the, me of looks like the mavica the yes. sony mavica that t- uh, that took the three and a half inch floppy disks. Yeah, <laughs> i purchased two shots <laughs> i have one i purchased this camera nib new in box there's a very strange card on the side I don't know, maybe you guys... What? It's, I, I opened it up. Here? It looks like a, it looks like a, like a micro kind of oh. floppy. It's like pre-SD. Yeah, I haven't seen one of these in years. What is that called, that? Alex? Um, Alex, uh, of uh, course, is our... He's uh, on the IT spot. He's our uh, FPP <laughs> What was that, IT. produced by Nintendo or something? <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's just called a smart media card. Okay. Smart media before S- SD. Yeah. yeah, SDs came out of this. Yeah. At a decent resolution, you could hold um, 16... Pictures, as John would say. Fabulous. In this camera. Nice. Put the card back in. Uh, and it takes four AA batteries. You can find this on the bay. Now, the great news is this camera is Polaroid film in this camera. 
not remarkable and horrifying is the fact that this camera takes Polaroid 500 film. Oh. oh. Now, I really have nothing against Polaroid 500 film. I actually quite like it. Time does, though. <laughs> this is also known as the uh, Sinbad film. Polaroid asked me, Sinbad needs supermodels to demonstrate the sleek, stylish Captiva camera. <laughs> Sinbad film, My also pocket. known as... Uh, Your yeah, pocket. Yeah, this is... 1990s, they developed Polaroid 500 film. 1999, Matt and I were saying, why didn't they make this a 600 camera? They're probably trying to spark the 500 sales that were yeah. like tanking. It's a little bit bigger too, right? The yeah. 600 film? It's wider. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. Is so that, and that's already kind of big. This is a, a really easy to operate camera. I didn't even need to consult. The only manual I needed to consult was to get the Polaroid film in. But I'm going to spark it up right now. Uh, what do you call this? LCD? LCD. LCD, LCD, LCD yeah. screen on the back, like most you know, digital, digital cameras are today. Good. Wow. This was manufactured a day before chimping existed. People didn't know about chimping because you didn't need to chimp because it's all right in front of you. It's yeah. like the first chimp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this camera reminds me of like, I don't know, like it's sort of like, like a meatloaf size <laughs> camera. Is, How would is. you describe it? A singer? It's a, it's a, a brick. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to zoom in. Is this a Zuiko lens? Zuiko. 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 I'll take Dan's picture. <laughs> I'll take uh, Alex's picture. So this camera just stores the digital images on the card, and then you can print them onto the. You can you can pick you can and choose, and then print from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's clever. Once you take your pictures, as John would say, <laughs> go to go to play, right? You go. You, you can either go to play or, print, or print, menu. print. Print menu. And the, the menus on the back, they're very simple. It's just around the nice. dial. No, no words, just pictures. Beautiful. Yeah. So you, you speak any language and figure this camera out. Uh, I'm going to print, and it's showing us the last shot, which is Matt. Oh, lovely. Nice. Here he is, holding his mamiya. And now it's in print. So on the back, which I love, there's a yeah. button that says Polaroid. <laughs> nice. It's got the print, you know, yeah. Yeah. icon. So I'm going to hit the Polaroid button right now. Mm -hmm. And then you got to hit it again. It asks you if you want to. Okay. Oh, it says, do you want to take print? And then you hit the print again. Uh, oh, you hit or, okay or hit yeah, print hit, again? Hit print again. Oh, wait. It's working. It's magic right now. Oh. Oh. Something. It has a built-in frog tongue. It's being born as we speak. <laughs> Good description. Here we go. I'm going to do one more print. I'm so excited about it. I'm going to put the sound up again. Here we go. It's going to ask me. Print? Yeah, yes. Sure. Here we go. It's now thinking. Wow. I would have bought that camera if I, if I, you know, yeah. knew it was a 600 film and that 500 film. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and there's no reason, me and Mike were talking about this in the pre-production the pre meeting. Yep. There's no reason you could not fit a 600 pack in, in no. this monster body. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> monster body. Well, you see, well... It's a little... They could figure it out. They, yeah. they could figure it out, but they probably need a special type of 600 pack, one without the battery in it. Even easier. No, you don't even have... To, you just don't connect to the terminals. Good point. You know? I'm going to have to dub this as a cult camera, but I would say that if this took 600 film, this would be a monster cult camera. This would be a hit oh, right absolutely. now. Every, all the hipsters would be shooting it. This Hands would down. be like... People would be like... Oh. It is a remarkable machine. It's well made by Olympus. Yeah. I love Olympus cameras. Oh, they're they're solid cameras. And you know what? The digital image is pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. If you could find a Windows 95 machine to download <laughs> them. Yeah. It will, it will not work on Windows 95 that has been updated to 98 or 98 in general. Oh. Huh. We read the I, manual. I did get it <laughs> okay. to work. I did. It was a little tricky, and I was worried, but I did get it to work on my XP, Windows XP machine. Let's take a quick <laughs> break. Yeah. 
Hey man, did you hear that FPP is going going weekly in December? What? <laughs> who, who are you, the track man? Yeah. <laughs> We're recording two additional episodes with Dane Johnson. King of the mods. Yeah, King of the mods, I like it. And he's going to be bringing over his, his Polaroid camera that he hooked the film up to an AC adapter. Oh my gosh, he really is Dr. Frankenstein. Dr. Packenstein. Packenstein, fantastic. Packtastic. So I, I just want to let everyone know, I want FPPers out there, folks who have been listening to the Film Photography Podcast, or maybe you're just hearing it about it now, at filmphotographypodcast.com, in December, look for a show every week. <laughs> mm, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Holy sheesh. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener-supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running through 2012. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. Mm, that's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Hey, we're giving away a Polaroid Spectra camera on today's show. Oh, here it and, is. Uh, oh, yeah, there show. it is. This was donated by our good friend uh, NanoBurger. A.K.A. Dan. I do not oh, have yeah. a Spectre mic. I'm the only one here that does not have a Spectre. This is a... Uh, I, I That's call like the standard Spectre. Yeah, it's a Spectra AF autofocus. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a beautiful camera. Oh, yeah. Looks like something out of Star Wars. It does. It does. It's yeah. very... It's, it's, the, it's the wideness of it, I think. That yeah. And the it. little yeah. gold in the... Uh, you, you hold it like this. Yeah. yeah. It's and the gold in the sonar. Spectra, uh, whenever you, if you see a motion picture in the, from, from the 1990s... Yeah. Uh, if you see a Polaroid camera in that film, you'll see uh, usually a Spectra. I think it's the cable guy. What year did that come out? Oof. Oh, shoot. 96? Yes, yeah, six. Six, early? Six sounds right, yeah. yeah. Spectra. Because it shows up at the party. Oh, yeah? yeah. Yep. Okay. Spectra. I saw it in an episode of, uh, what was it, Gilmore Girls. It's yeah. it's so nice. But I mean, I, I mean, loved I loved how you took the picture of me and Lauren with the, yeah. the, the double, exposure. double exposure trick. Yeah, you got to like, oh, yeah. hold something down. Should, should I demonstrate a double exposure oh, yes. live? Yeah. Okay. I have a pack yeah. of uh, original Polaroid image film. Ooh. Oh, that's a great film. Now, image film uh, has uh, been replaced now, I guess, by the impossible the PZ, PZ series. PZ 680? Yeah. PZ 680 or PZ 600? Anything with a Z yeah. in it, you're Z good. Z is Spectra. Yeah. On the back of the Spectra, you have... Uh, you have dip switches. Yeah. You have all these yeah. controls. You have the chimes. You can leave it on or off. Uh, a timer button. You mm-hmm. can turn the autofocus off, I guess, if you're shooting through glass. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, your flash, you can turn your flash off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, also, I guess, if you're shooting through glass. You have a dark and light and control. Mm-hmm. And you have your... Um, your, of course, your countdown, your, your image counter. Now, is there a switch on there to switch between uh, feet and meters? There is. Really? Okay. There feet? Is. Yeah. <laughs> it's all autofocus, though. Yeah, but it actually, when you uh, push it partway down, it does show you the uh, focus on inside the viewfinder. Oh, oh okay. Now, now you know. for, uh, does, does anyone oh. know? Oh, these are t- we get 10 That's photos, what that right? That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, apparently, in, uh, Doc from the Impossible Project uh, showed me, when I went to do the interview last year, mm-hmm. how to do a double exposure, and I've forgotten. Well, Dan, let's, uh, let's I don't know if the 
the uh, LCD in the viewfinder is working or not. Uh, huh. Get Nanoburger on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if, hey, it, what's if it doesn't, then I don't think there's really a problem. How do you but, do a double exposure with a Polaroid Spectre? Well, right, first, well, of all, first off, uh, you're going to have to compensate uh, the exposure because you're taking two pictures, one over top of the other. So, so each one has to be a little bit darker. Right. So just uh, on the light and darken switch, darken. just switch it all the way down to darken. Really? Yeah. Okay. That, that bumps it down about a stop. Two exposures that should be, perfect. should be perfectly the, yeah. exposed. You, you frame your first shot and you, you push the shutter button down, but you hold it down. And then while you're holding it down, you uh, flip the switch on the other side of the camera and close Compress the, uh, the, camera. Close the it. clamshell. Yeah, okay. and that, that prevents it from. Alex, did you know about picture. this? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, it, so as long as the shutter button's held down, the image will not spit out the front. And so that's why you, you close it too. To yeah, reset you close it. it. It like resets the memory. Got know? it. But the film's already exposed. Exposed. Yeah. yeah. So you open it up. You it just thinks it's shoot, got a fresh sheet. It's so. got. It thinks it's new. So nice. you shoot the second frame normally, just push and release, and then it will. Will shoot out front. I didn't know it was that complicated because when you just did the shot of me and Lauren, you're just kind of like, yeah, going I, at it real like quick. I had practiced it, so yeah. I, I got right. it. You know. Anyways, I'm gonna try a, a photo of. Let's see, who wants to be in the shot? I do. You do. Okay. <laughs> who else wants to be in the shot? Who you want in the shot with you? John Link. Alex. Oh, sure. Okay, okay let's, let's do Alex. Put Alex in. All right, I'm going to get up. Mike on the right, Alex on the left. One, one thing that I like to do is to frame it so that one person is on, on one side of the frame and there's, like, uh, negative space on the other side of the frame. Is there another way of do Oh, don't you put it on the self-timer thing? Do it uh, that way as well? I don't know that one. And then when it when it takes the picture... Oh, well, you got to... Dan is now broken the... Yeah, I think you should close it, then open it. There you go. How, how, how experienced are you with this? <laughs> he was doing it like a, like a pro when he, when he did it with me. There okay. we go. Let me try my way. Okay. No, I'll, I'll oh. take this thing. My version. My version is that you put the timer on. Oh, that's where it stops. Yeah. Is this me? Yeah. Okay. That's good. It's coming back to life. I flatlined. I'm dead. <laughs> Stoops. Here we go. So now you close How's it. How's that happen? Now you close it. Take the timer off. Okay. You leave the timer on. No, timer off. No, it's timer off. Then it's regular. Yeah. Yeah. When I open it, will it pop? Will no, no. no it, it, doesn't, it doesn't remember it took a picture. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> stoops. We got a stoops oh. camera. Yeah. yeah. So simple. So wait, how does the timer work normally? Does it is there just a delay? There must be. Timer works. Yeah. In a way that uh, once a timer is done, done and it shoots. Uh, you don't. You have to take it off timer for it to spit out the picture. Oh, okay. That's a little bit more reliable. I would say you looked like you were struggling. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to really keep the pressure down. On the, now the that method I no know. No violence, though. Mike's no violence. Now that no we've violence. broken this camera, <laughs> we're giving it let's away. Let's give it away. Hey, yeah, hey. Hey. We want to get it out of here. <laughs> so uh, in order to, uh, so we're giving away this Polaroid Spectre camera. In order to win it, all you have to do is go to uh, our site, filmphotographyproject.com. Oh, by the way, if you go to filmphotographypodcast.com, that still brings you to the same place. Did yeah, you know you're that? forced into the, it funnels you to the new site. Exactly. <laughs> so you go to the main site and you click the um, giveaway button. Yeah. Yeah. And there you'll see the contest, and you have 15 days to enter. And then, because you know, since we come around to the next show, we'll have another camera to give away. Completely yeah. and totally painless to enter. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll we'll be right back. 
I'd like you to join me on a journey through the most unique total photographic system ever made. It's the completely automatic new spectra system from Polaroid. Let's go inside. Simply press the shutter and two separate systems measure me and the background for light. I'm also automatically measured by sonar for distance. And in one twentieth of a second, an amazing new lens automatically snaps my image into sharp focus. Now the flash goes on. And my precisely measured smiling face hurtles through space down onto a brilliant new Polaroid film. A churning molecular sea of stunning new colors that will result in a brilliant new Polaroid picture. A larger, more beautiful picture. Picture after picture. And I'm able to do all this simply by doing this. The new Polaroid Spectra system. We take your pictures seriously. Hey, we're back. We This is the uh, pretty much the Polaroid show. I don't feel like I've talked I, about Polaroid this that is, much. This is a pinball show because we're bouncing around everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is the Polaroid show. <laughs> mostly because of uh, uh, Vivian Lee's um, right. roll-in, the produced piece that she did from uh, Enskede. That's in the Netherlands. And that is where the Impossible Project Factory is. For those of you who don't know, the Impossible Project is the company that now produces film for Polaroid cameras. Yes, experimental artistic film. Yes, is that, is that what you would call it? Artistic, yes. yes. Artistic, definitely. Yeah. Artistic. Uh, yeah. My favorite is the uh, PX600 Silver Shade. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. It Beautiful. comes uh, white framed, traditional. It comes black frame, limited. And now, in this month, December, did you know about the gold frame? I did not know. You know, I, I love that. I love the fact that you guys didn't know about that. About, I've heard rumors about the gold frame. Rumors. Is it that you're not visiting the uh, possible thread anymore on Flickr, Dan? Um, I get their newsletter. Sometimes miss some of the stuff they send out. They're making a gold frame PX film. I think it's silver shade. It's, you know, very holiday-esque. Oh, yeah. So I received an email uh, a month or so ago from Vivian Lee. She said that she was going to the Impossible Project factory tour in Enskede. Can she document it and allow the FPP to, to, you know, roll it in, as they say? Roll in the videotape. Exactly. In We've done roll-ins before. Plenty yeah. of roll-ins. Yeah. yeah. Who's the guy from the, who used to say that? Oh, uh, Warner Wolf. Okay. Let's go to the videotape. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to the videotape. Warner Wolf, uh, ABC TV New York. Okay, so uh, Vivian Lee sent me an email. Uh, I said, absolutely, um, let's do it. And I asked her if she was a a professional producer because she produced it so well. Hats off. She says, I wouldn't say I'm a professional producer. My main job is graphic design, but I also do other bits and pieces like writing articles. They all fall into the communication umbrella, and she is writing a blog post about the factory visit. She'll send us a blog link, which is available now. It'll be in our shoe notes. As for the future of FPP reports, well, possibly, if I see something that I'm interested in covering and have the time to do it. (laughs) Uh, Vivian shoots film because she loves the quality of images on film, the depth of the image, the range and, and, and subtlety of the colors. She also likes the challenges it presents. It makes... Uh, me work harder to learn, and ironically, I don't think I have the time for it, but uh, I am more in a hurry to use film because, sadly, manufacturers keep reducing the range of films available. Sounds yeah. to me like Vivian feels stressed because mm-hmm. that stress you feel of, oh, my God, I need to shoot plus X because it's, it's discontinued yeah. and there's only a little bit on the Internet. What am I going to do? Yeah. Go on like a plus X frenzy. Yeah. It's not all discontinued, but it's slowly being phased out, I think. Yeah. I can't say when I started... When I first started shooting Polaroid, because it was always there as a consumer film, I looked into it more seriously around the time film production was stopped. 
as most of us did. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had read about the other Polaroid film, the non-consumer, like the ones with the negative, Type 55, Type 665, which I thought sounded really interesting. I was a student at the time, and so the films were expensive. They also required expensive cameras and accessories that I did not have. When Polaroid stopped, I decided it was my last chance to try those films. It was at that point I did a lot of self-taught research on Polaroid films, cameras, and techniques. My home country, Dan, is oh. the UK. Oh, okay. Maybe we could hire her for some uh, uh, Ilford reports. Yeah. 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 So are they in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to be uh, I don't calling know where you specifically, Vivian. but they have uh, factories in the UK and in Germany. Let's uh, listen to a little clip now. This is from Enskede Tour. Uh, Hank Minnan. He's uh, in film manufacturing. And Andre Bosman. Oh. He is one of the, what I call, the big three. Yeah. Mm. And I had the pleasure of meeting Andre at the New York. uh, Big three is Andre Bosman, Florian Capps, and the guy with the money. Right. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let's listen to Hank Minnan talking about um, film manufacturing. My name is Hank Minnan. I'm the production engineer of uh, company Impossible Project. How long have you worked at this factory? Uh, at Polaroid for 34 years. And now from the beginning of uh, almost three years, I believe, now for Impossible. Was this factory quite new when you came? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was start up the factory, I believe, in the, in the 60s. And I started at Polaroid in 74. And you've stayed here for a long time? Yeah. You didn't leave? No. The company left, but you stayed? Yeah, I will stay. <laughs> What's the difference between um, how it is now in the factory and what it was like in the days when Polaroid owned it? Uh, yeah, it's more uh, a smaller company. Everybody knows each other. And Polaroid's days uh, in Enschede only working in the, in the highlight days, 1,200 people. And now yeah, it's it's yeah a small company and everybody is doing what, what is necessary. And you're going to show us some experiments that you've been doing on the 8x10 films. Yeah, yeah what we are doing now is... Yeah, to invent the whole new system. In the past it was based on the Tech and the Pilopard film and now we have to rebuild it to the uh, SX-70 structure, our new film. Yeah, so before the 8x10 was a Pilopard and now it's going to be like an integral film, yes, like the mm, consumer yeah. range, what used to be the consumer yeah, range. Yeah, and that's what yeah, we are trying now to do it. We have made the first pictures rebuilt it by hand and yeah we have to uh, to see if it works uh. right so he, here's a pile of um, tests yeah that you've done from before that you were looking through yeah so there's an 8x10 film eight which has got a gel new, pod yeah at the on bottom the, on the new structure you see all the made this is it by hand together tape, with, this is taped together with cellar tape at yeah. the moment yeah <laughs> Everything is done by hand with cello tape and be exploring uh, the whole new system and uh, be working on it. So be- yeah, so they've never made no. an integral film this big before. No, it's the first time Yeah, we did. We do everything by hand. We cut it by hand with scissors and, and, and so on. This is the old stuff. So this is a homemade yeah, large-scale integral film that this we look at seeing in front of us, taped together with scotch tape. Yes. It's exactly, this is, as you see, this is an example, made by hand. Mm-hmm. Everything is made by hand and stick together with scotch tape and, and, and so on. And bits of film material that we saw yeah. in the factory earlier. So is it working? Yeah. We have, yeah. As you see in front of you, we have one picture made already. It's not, not exactly the, the right quality Wh- because we don't have a structure on it. When was this taken? This photograph. This a month re- ago. So this is taken recently. It looks like a very old photograph. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's very yeah. sepia and there's some stains yeah, and on that's, it. It's not because that's not the right combination. This is more yeah, scrap film, what we are saying, debug film. And yeah, we have to do, it was the first try out. What we in, uh, have in our heads, is it working properly and that's it will work so it, it, there is definitely an image a full image maybe yeah. the gel hasn't spread to the corners of the fi um, of the image the far corners yeah but that's yeah we have to figure out what the fill weight is from, from the pot we don't know exactly we, we yeah, yeah we put some paste in it but is it the right amount we don't know we have to figure it out so that's all done by trial and error yeah it, of course, and then do we have the, the, the right size of the gap of uh, the rollers, the frame rollers, that, that's also important, very important. So you can do emulsion lift also with the eight by new 8x10 film? Yeah, that was more, yeah, and, and test, uh, and, and we put it on normal uh, carton, not, not uh, the normal structure what we do, but it's just only a test if it works, see if it works, and it, it, it works. And it does. Yeah. Do you have to take the film apart? to take out the emulsion? Yeah, you put them in water and then you, you peel it off on the sheet and put it on a piece of paper or carton or, or something like that. But you that. have to cut the film first to peel it yeah. out, right? So yeah. what someone would need as equipment to shoot the 8x10 yeah. film when it becomes available is the uh, film holder, which will be the ones yeah. made by Polaroid before. Yeah. And then also I think they will need the processor. Yeah. yeah. Which will then the develop the film. Yeah, that's the same as Polaroid uh, had. So the only difference is this is integral yeah. and before the film was a peel apart. So you yeah. have to actually physically peel them apart. This one, the image develops in the photograph yeah. and you can see it coming up like the classic exactly. Polaroid yeah. film. It's that the same as the, no have. the normal square format Polaroid film. How long do you think it will be before the film will be ready <laughs> <laughs> for the world? For the, yeah, I think in half a year. Half a year from yeah. here? Yeah, and minimum. Would it, would it be color or black and white? I think both. And that's not a problem. We we have the, the it's the same negative and positive and the same paste as we have for the square format. So we can do it for the eight by ten and the twenty by twenty four. Do you know about the twenty by twenty four film? Have you actually made one? Yeah. I believe the the twenty by twenty four is is already commercial. We sell the films uh, already. Really? Yeah. Who do you sell them to? Yeah, some artists make the films and I don't know what we are doing is making only the ports with the paste and yeah, and deliver the negative and the positive and somebody else. So do you know about Impossible Works? Yeah, that's that's the company name, Impossible Works. So that they are going to start up some yeah. artistic, uh, um, encourage an artistic use of instant mm -hmm. film. Uh, the 20 by 24 camera is leaving next week to Japan. I believe they have a shoot over in Japan with a big camera. So this is a special, special purchase order of yeah. that 20 by 24. I would imagine it's very expensive. <laughs> I think so. I don't know exactly <laughs> what, what the price is, but I believe it's very, very expensive. Well, it's not available on the online shop. That's no, no, sure. no, 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 no. No, because you need the big camera and that's... Uh, do you think? Do you know if there's any plan to make four by five size film format? Is that definitely not true? No, you need some different machines, and we don't have that uh, machines. That's the same story as the peel apart machines. We don't. We can make technical. We can make the film, but we don't have the machines anymore. They are destroyed. And, uh, so the only way to make them actually is with tape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like the experiments you yeah, have yeah. in front of us now. Yeah.
that's that's difficult uh. so that that's that's unfortunate because four by five is the large format where most people would be working mm -hmm. in more than eight by ten yeah no i don't know i think sure. there are more four by five yeah cameras out there anyway yeah, but yeah we don't have the machine although there are a lot of people <laughs> shooting eight by ten it's not as common so i've seen these boxes lying around with um px gold edition can you tell me about the gold edition film yeah, that's, yeah, it's an other kind of film. We start next week to ma to make it. It's more for the Christmas uh, days. And yeah, we have made some test film, and now we will start production next week. Okay, so this is a special film. A special out film coming out for, for Christmas. Yeah, for Christmas. Christmas. And and it's got a gold frame on the film as opposed to the normal white one. Yeah, normal is a white mask or a black mask, and now it's a, a, a gold gold frame, a gold ma a gold color. Yeah, so this is like a matte gold, I yeah. would say. Um, and we make it in uh, the black and white and then uh, in the color. So this will be a special pack with yeah, a number of yeah. assorted films that yeah. you can buy for Christmas with a gold frame around the yes. image. Yeah, exactly. Right, thanks for telling us. Okay. That's a scoop. Yeah, that's a scoop for you. That's a scoop for FPP. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Wow. You know, they make their test film mat like, like with scotch tape and like they... They pour the emulsion. Like, it's all They really, MacGyver it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all They're really hands-on. missing hands the duct tape and the Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Awesome interview with Andre. You call him Bosman? Bosman or Bosman? I, I call him Bosman. Andre Bosman. Uh, he talks a lot about, of course, the film. He needs to uh, enter an FPP giveaway, and then he can tell us how to pronounce his last name. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he also talks about, the, remember, uh, do you recall hearing about these impossible cameras in development? Yes. Yes. So it's, on, it's on their projects part of the page. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, apparently that's really happening. Do we know anything about it like but yet? Let's talk or? to Andre. Okay. I'm Andre Bosman and I'm the director of the film plant here. I lead all the development work as well as the production here in the film plant. And as such, I'm one of the three directors of Impossible. So you were originally working here as a Polaroid employee and then went on to be a founder of the Impossible project. That's correct, yeah. I spent almost 28 years of my life with Polaroid here in this factory. And uh, well, since the startup, our uh, foundation, it's almost three years now. Exactly. In two years, it's exactly two years. It's our birthday. So October 28th, you we'll will be, be here for three years. Yes. Yeah. So it's been impossible for three years. At start it was impossible. It really was. I mean, that name is doesn't just pop up like that. It was a completely impossible job. But yeah, with determination and some luck, we've made it possible. And, and yeah, we're now in a really possible situation, uh, making film, improving it, and yeah, we will keep on improving it. So what, tell us what was the mood like when Polaroid decided they would stop making film? Yeah, that the decision of Polaroid, people always think of that as just one moment in time, but really you see it coming at the horizon, so it's not a sudden moment where you realize we're going, uh, we're going to stop. Uh, it's years of reorganizations and all that, very depressing. So when the chance came to do something creative and construct uh, again uh, I, I just went in full-heartedly and went after it yeah. tell us about how that moment happened it was in this factory that impossible was born where Polaroid died impossible was born yeah well when we were stopping uh, as Polaroid uh, we had this closing event and the people in America invited uh, Florian Kapps who had a shop in Vienna and was kept begging them not to stop. And they asked me, 
please talk to this uh, crazy guy and convince him that it's not possible from a technical point of view. And you didn't do a very good job of that, obviously. <laughs> no, no. My idea was, I was not convinced that instant film should die. Actually, I was convinced that it would coexist next to digital forever. And, uh, and I saw technical possibilities how to do that. And, and we spoke about that. And it's a very long list of incredible challenges. But something that has been built before can be rebuilt, even if it's all new formulations and, and all new chemicals, etc. But uh, I was convinced it could be done. Right, so just didn't think it was so difficult <laughs> as I know <laughs> now. But it was more <laughs> impossible than you imagined. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it was much more impossible, much more difficult than I imagined. But still, we uh, we made it, we did it. But you did have the original machines to help you and a way of making them. There were people out there who already had the cameras ready to take your film. Right. So that right. must have helped a yeah. lot. Yeah. So the what funny thing is, if the cameras and the machines kind of set the, the borders where you cannot go beyond, you need to stay within those borders. And that's helpful when you're, you're the, that those are choices you don't have to make anymore, right? Mm -hmm. It's just it's a given thing. Uh, and a machine would be in half would have been impossible from a, point, um, uh, a financial point of view. Rebuilding a new machine is at least 20, probably 30 million euros. Nobody is going to give me that kind of money for some crazy idea. So the machines were very helpful. Although they didn't, a new machine doesn't need an invention, you just need to have to construct it. The invention really is in the chemical process and many of the, the aiding materials around an instant photo. It's at least five, seven, five to seven or eight, maybe even eight inventions that we had to do to yeah. get the film back. How would someone even go about making a start? Invent it from scratch? Well, you, you, no, yeah, really, this is literally, we had this white piece on paper, it's an expression, but we literally had it. And just two people, Martin Steinmeier and myself, sat at the table and said, how, how can you make an instant black and white picture, a photo. And we started drawing layers and thought of the mechanisms that should go on in that uh, within those layers, uh, thought of, of, of chemicals with which we could do that, and started testing. We bought a little uh, coder, hand coder, and uh, mixed materials, coded it, tested it in the dark, and got disappointed and analyzed and restarted. That actually sounds quite fun. It, it was quite fun, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was Ilford involved? Because they were on the packaging of the black and white film when it came out. Right, Ilford, what we used as a base was the Ilford uh, negative, so we didn't reinvent the negative. Our thinking was, when Dr. Land, back when he started, we didn't know this, we just figured that Gee, if he's, when he started making a new negative, it's too complicated. It can be done, but it's so time-consuming. He probably didn't do this. He probably took just a regular analog negative. And that's exactly what Martin and I did. We just bought some negative and started working. And then we, of course, we, we, we talked everything over with, with Ilford about what would be a suitable negative for our needs, etc. But the majority of the first thinking how to develop a film was just Martin uh, and 
my little person. Um, yeah, being creative and testing. And, yeah. yeah. So what you said before about the machines and the cameras really set the bar or boundary of what you could do. Um, so I know that Impossible is bring out its own camera. Is that staying within the boundary of what cameras can do at the, what the Polaroid cameras can do at the moment? What would be the features of this camera? Um, well, we, we plan to bring a, a range of cameras and also something very new, which is still secret, but, but you'll certainly know it when it comes out. When when would but, that be? Uh, next year. Okay. Next year, uh, we plan to have a regular camera, so to say. Uh, for the photo kina in September in, uh, in Köln, um, and the same film will fit in that camera. Uh, probably not vice versa because we uh, we plan to take uh, the battery out. Each Polaroid pack and so also our packs have uh, a battery inside, which is from a cost point of view not ideally, and, and certainly not from an environmental point of view, which we treasure. From a use point of view also, it can be annoying when your film's been around for a while and the battery's died. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it's better to have the battery in the camera and be able to yeah, do, do something smarter with the film and, and better for the environment. So that's what we plan with our new camera. We will keep on manufacturing also film for the, uh, the traditional Polaroid cameras. But and another thing about the new camera is that we really want to gear it towards our key audience. The whole audience has shifted from the general prob public to more younger people in bigger cities, be, want to be creative etc and using an instant camera next to a digital camera. So this is a different audience and that different audience we expect wants a different camera than the traditional forward cameras. So and we want to yeah, live up to that expectation. So on this new camera, I assume there will be a film counter. Would that number go up to eight or ten? <laughs> That's a good question. That hasn't, but there is no answer yet. There you don't really know yet? isn't. No, no, there really is no answer yet. Yeah, yeah. So you haven't decided. It's not, not right. We haven't decided. It's okay. not a secret. We simply have not decided. Okay, I, I, I would uh, vote for ten. Okay. <laughs> if my vote is worth anything. Duly noted. <laughs> so I, we will wait. Um, keenly on the new camera and we assume it will look slightly different from the one designed by Lady Gaga for the grey label of the current Polaroid. Right, oh it will be much different, yeah. yeah. It's actually designed by the same person that designed the digital cameras of uh, uh, Leica, so a uh, top class designer. He's part of our team, great guy, uh, so uh, we're very happy to have him on board. Yeah. Great. That's very exciting. We will wait and see. When the films first came out, there were some problems. PX70 first flash, for example, I remember using it and it was very blue. It needed a lot of light. The black and white film can be quite orange if you develop it really warm. All in a warm temperature. Yeah, all so, And there were crystals problem and longevity yeah. of the image. Yeah. And how much, how many percentage of that would you say has now been sorted out? Oh, a, a very big percentage, actually. Uh, and we always tried, at least, we always tried to be very open and honest about our quality and that we simply had to sell our film while we were still under development. Um, otherwise our projects simply could not be reality. Um, and through the first black and white, uh, very temperature sensitive, very sepia, um, and not all 
and certainly not always stable. Uh, if I look at our current black and white, it's, uh, it, it's, it's not 100% stable yet. In the first couple of days, weeks, it still turns slightly sepia, which in itself is not a bad color. But if you start neutral, you notice it. And if you start sepia and it turns a little bit more sepia, probably no one will notice, but now you do notice. Um, and we're working very hard on now on a new generation that will be uh, neutral and stay neutral. And that actually opens up a market for doing sepia on purpose. Uh, many people, including I'm a sucker <laughs> for sepia <laughs> pictures. Actually, I really love love them. Uh, the more sepia, the better, almost. They certainly I would say. have a certain yeah, mood. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that really, once upon a time in the West, mm -hmm. tone around it. I, I, I really love it. And and for the the color film, the 2010 color film uh, was just hor horrible. Uh, I totally admit. Um, and we had a hell of a time trying to control this this cyan. You think you called it blue, but it actually is cyan. Yes, it's cyan. Um, the cyan after the fusion. Somehow the the, the cyan dies in the system. Uh, got freed up uncontrollably, and uh, and 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 ruined your picture basically. Uh, luckily for most, at least some of the picture stayed alive, but still it it, it was not much of a color picture, I admit. Um, and, and it took us months and I, I remember around Christmas time 2010 I was in total desperation actually <laughs> totally depressed I have a super winter depression uh, not being able to, to resolve this this after the fusion and not it felt like we were only going backwards um, and then somewhere in the second or first month of 2011 suddenly you get this Eureka, this is it, that is where it's coming from, a breakthrough in technology and then, yeah, and, and that was the, the, the birth of the, the today's film actually, which was still improving, uh, obviously. We just, the technical folks here just can't sit still, they need to improve right. and improve they, They're not allowed to sleep. Right. <laughs> you locked them up in the labs and <laughs> so keep going. One of the things that, um, because of the um, instability of the film before, one of the things that Impossible Project did was to have the Pioneer program to um, keep support for their film. Yes. And you had to um, earn points and you get three levels, which is the land level, uh, the Pioneer level, which is the lowest one, and then the land and Impossible. So for the impossible level, some of the things you make people do is accumulate 250 pioneer points, which means buying 250 packs of film. You have to visit the impossible store in Vienna. Then you have to take the plane and visit the impossible store <laughs> in New York. Yeah, and yeah. you have to buy a Polaroid time online. And believe it or not, people things. made it. I was going to ask you, did anyone actually do <laughs> it? Yes, yes, yes. There how were many? I don't know how many, but, but <laughs> we had people over here who did it, yeah. Yeah. They must really want it because you have to bend over backwards, as we say, yeah. to try Don't and you? get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but, but there are real fans out there. You, there it, are. It, 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 it's, it's really heartwarming to see how, how many people support us. Uh, also, people here, uh, like today with an, an open uh, Dwarves Day. Um, yeah, the people love what we're doing, and it, it's. I mean, 
being in the labs so much time, making all these crazy hours and, and working so hard, uh, you sometimes almost forget f what you do it for, right? And, and, and then you meet the enthusiasm of the people and how they struggle with the film actually, but at the same time enjoy what we are doing and enjoy our products, that, that, that really is great to see. Mm. Yes, and when yeah. you come here, it's actually a very small team, very friendly and very loyal, I think, from what yes. I see today. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's what we are, uh, really this family feel, um, yeah, and indeed friendly. Okay, uh, do you have anything to add that I have maybe haven't asked? No, I wouldn't know at this moment. I mean, on the other hand, I can talk for days here, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't yes, know what you're I very enthusiastic, and yeah. that's what you would need to restart. You need some enthusiasm, thing. a little bit pleasantly crazy to do this, yeah. yeah. Do you consider yourselves pleasantly crazy? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, pleasantly crazy Andre Bosman. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay, so that that was it. Nice, nice, huh? Very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting. If you're into shooting a possible film, you'll like me. You'll hang on to every word. <laughs> really fascinating, fascinating stuff. And the site is it's impossible dash project dot the dash impossible dash project. Right. I always use the Google. The Google. Yeah. Yeah. Impossible. I use the Google. Yeah. Yep. The Impossible Project. Uh, awesome, uh, Vivian. Thank you very, very much. Greatly, greatly appreciated it. it really. Um, Warms my heart when people email me and say, "Hey, I have this idea." Yeah, they're reaching out to us to to help us out. That's yeah, great. so it's really appreciated, and it's awesome to get the word out to the listener mm -hmm. because so many of us, well, all of us, couldn't make it to Enske Day. Yeah, yeah, you know, to <laughs> yeah. tour the factory. So it's really, really special. Remember about our Polaroid Spectre giveaway. We didn't get to letters this show, but I promise next show we'll have like a nice letters section. Okay. So uh, everyone out there, thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll be back. Great.
Beach Boys released the Smile Sessions. Yes, fantastic. For, for you, those of you out there who don't know, I'll make this really fast. <laughs> the Beach Boys recorded, they were going neck to neck with the Beatles during uh, the production of Sgt. Pepper. They were working on Smile in the States. The Beatles were working on Sgt. Pepper in England. Of course, the Beatles coming off of Rubber Soul. Yeah, baby. The Beach Boys listen to Rubber Soul. Oh my God, this is blowing my mind. And the Beatles were listening to Pet Sounds. Oh, this is quite good, isn't it? <laughs> so, Brian Wilson, the leader of the Beach Boys, mastermind behind the Beach Boys, working hard on this psychedelic album. <laughs> Started taking LSD. And smoking weed. Literally, it blew his mind. 